Welcome back to Marriage Monday. Thanks so much for joining with me. My name is Dave Berenger, and this is my podcast to help you build your marriage one Monday at a time. Today, we're talking about the uniqueness of your relationship. And this is something I love to bring up in premarital counseling. I love looking at a couple and I use my hands to kind of create a circle to put them both in the middle of that circle. I just do it in the air like I'm looking through a camera lens just at them because I want them to see that, yes, you are two unique individuals. You bring your past, you bring your family, you bring your background, you bring every bit of your history together. But the two unique people come together and do exactly what the scripture says, the two become one. The two unique individuals become one entity, one unified uh, person, so to speak. And I love that. But often, often we can lose sight of that. We can forget how unique that God has created us to be, and we end up wanting or sometimes even craving to walk in as a copy of somebody else when we fail to realize God has uniquely made us. And so I want to help you just to embrace the uniqueness of your relationship. So I'm going to give you five quick things. So number one, you need to give yourself props for what you do well as a couple. Give yourself credit for what you do well. Look at your marriage. And let me say this, the longer you're married, and if you have never done this exercise before, if you've never sat back to ask yourselves, what do we do well? What do we do right? What is healthy? If you've never done that, the longer you're married, that means the, you are more apt to look at the negative. Why? Because you've never exercised that muscle that is constantly looking for what's right. We need to get ourselves out of the pattern of only seeing what's wrong. So talk to each other. And I think this is a great exercise to do at least on a monthly basis where you sit across from your spouse, have dinner, have coffee, have a dessert, whatever it is, go out on a date and just simply say, what do we do well as a couple? Because I promise you, there is more there than you realize. There is more that's going well than what's going wrong. Look at what you do well. Talk about conflict. Talk about communication. Talk about the roles that you play. Talk about the things that you do. Talk about your sexuality. Uh, Talk about family and friendships. Uh, Talk about finances. Find the things where you guys, it's more than just you agree, but you do well. Because sometimes you guys may discover there are things that you don't agree on. But one thing you might do well is you, you move forward together in unity, even though there's not always uniformity. There's something right there. Number two, The other side of that is when you see what you're doing well, you are more apt to see what you may not do well. But that leads me to number two. Don't view your struggles as failures. Let me repeat that. Don't view your struggles as failures. Just because you might not do something very well doesn't mean that you failed in that area. It just might mean that either A, you need some help, or B, you just need to grow in that area. Usually it's one of those two things. You may need to grow in something because you've never had a chance or you've never had that focus. Or the two of you might need some outside help in that particular area to help walk you alongside of those things. I say this so often as a pastor of a church, and I say this to people, that the enemy works in isolation. God works in community. And so one of the things we forget is that in marriage, we need community. We need people pouring into our lives. Sometimes we need a godly counselor in our life. Sometimes we need another couple that's just a little bit down the road from us in terms of experience. Sometimes we need to sit with another couple that's our age just to talk things through. That's awesome. 
that that helps us through those struggles. And if we look at them as failures, we're actually more apt to stay away from those things rather than to grow in them, rather than to dive deeper into them, rather than to work hard on them. Because if we see something as a failure, we're more apt to walk away and never touch that again. So relabel it not as a failure, but as a struggle. Number three, be creative in how you problem solve. If you want to build up the uniqueness of your relationship, be creative in the way that you solve problems. Now, what's crazy is we are more apt to do this with our kids than we are with ourselves. We will walk them through problems with school, with friendships, relationships in their lives, with their own siblings. And when something doesn't get resolved, we will help them think outside the box to help them to get themselves to move forward in that conflict. But for some reason, when it comes to conflict, we will keep trying the same thing over and over again, and we expect different results. You want to know what that really is? That's the definition of insanity. We are doing the same things or we're repeating how our parents dealt with something and we realize that they may not have dealt with that correctly, but that's all we know. And we've never asked ourselves the question, should we do it different? And I talk to couples about this constantly. Write down the ways that you that you have done to attempt to resolve the issue that were not successful. Write that down, not so that you can repeat them, so that you can now move on from them. Get creative in your problem solving. Number four, I love this one. Start your own traditions. Start your own traditions. If you want to embrace the uniqueness of your marriage, start your own traditions. Now, uh, Ann and I have a tradition every single Friday. That's our date day. Uh, we are we are wanting to reestablish a tradition in our life where we go away together for a vacation without the kids. Um, we have traditions that we have within our family for how we celebrate Christmas or Thanksgiving. Those are great. And so if you don't have any traditions in your home, start them. You can look at the holidays. You can look at monthly traditions, weekly traditions, quarterly traditions. Um, my What I would call my spiritual father, uh, his name is Joel Stocker. Him and his wife once a quarter would go away for a long weekend. They would go away for a Friday and a Saturday night. And that was just their tradition. They would go up to Traverse City and just spend time away. And I thought that was tremendous. And I think that's just something that you and your spouse should talk about and ask ourselves, do we have any traditions? What are they? And what are ones that we could do specifically for the two of us that nobody else knows about, that nobody else needs to know about? Or they could, you might not even care if other people know, but one thing that really does matter is that you're doing something because it gives you not just something to work on, it gives you something to look forward to and to embrace and invest into. Last but certainly not least, avoid comparing. If you want to really embrace the uniqueness of your relationship, stop comparing yourself. Some people are great at posting about their marriage, but their marriage is in just the same shape as yours. It may be that they're better at social media than you. Stop getting yourself wrapped up of what you think other couples are and what you think you are not and embrace your marriage. Avoid comparing yourself. Get yourself in the place where you can embrace your spouse, encourage your spouse. You can grow with your spouse. If the two of you feel like 
that maybe there, there's a lot of room for growth, then find ways to grow. Get into a book together. Get into a study together. See a counselor together. Um, I know we do a, a marriage series here at K-First, and maybe your local church is doing a marriage series. Make sure you're going together. Take notes together. Date together. Avoid walking in comparison. And I'm just going to tell you that if you struggle with comparing yourself on social media, I say this with all sincerity. Get off social media. If you can't handle certain individuals, remove them as friends or just block them so that you don't see them. My wife and I have had to do that for years with individuals and even with other churches. Uh, We have just sometimes have had to block people or to silence them, put them on mute for a while just because of what the things that were happening in our hearts. That's okay. And if you need to do that, then God bless you. You're not responsible for their lives. You're responsible for yours. Avoid the comparison game. But my heart today is to get you to avoid walking in a way where your heart is soured because you don't look like other people. I want you to embrace the uniqueness of your marriage. How do you do that? Give yourself props for what you do well. Don't struggle, excuse me, don't view your struggle as failures. Be creative with problem solving. Start your own traditions and stop comparing yourself with other couples. And when you do that, you are definitely on the road to walking and in a way that embraces the uniqueness of your marriage. That's all I've got for you for today. Love y'all. Have a great Marriage Monday. Sit with your spouse, embrace the uniqueness, and begin to watch your unique marriage begin to flourish and grow as you love your marriage. God bless y'all. Have a great day.